You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We have a wonderful organization here in St. Louis that supports schools, families, and students. And we are looking forward to sharing their story with you today and a wonderful opportunity that they have to invite you to as well. Joining me in studio today, Libby Guberlet is CEO, Lutheran Elementary School Association, St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. Thank you very much. And Laura Montgomery, Director of Educational Resources for Lutheran Elementary School Association. And I understand also interim principal at Salem Lutheran School in Afton. That's right, for this year. Thanks for joining us in studio. So we snagged you out of out of school today, playing a little hooky, so you yeah. can come spend some time Don't with tell us. Anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for spending some time with us here on the coffee hour. So let's talk about Lutheran Elementary School Association. There are a lot of Lutheran schools here in the St. Louis area that make up this organization. What is the work of Lutheran Elementary School Association today? Well, let's just back up a second and realize that the LCMS operates the largest Protestant school system in the United States of America with over 180,000 kids. And so that being said, St. Louis, being St. Louis, Missouri, has quite a few elementary schools. That being part of our association is 31 elementary and middle schools. And our includes four high schools in our area. So a lot of people don't realize how many Lutheran schools we have in the St. Louis area with over 9,500 kids. That's a lot of schools, a lot of kids. How does, how does Lisa interact with these schools today? Well, as an association, our job is to help all these schools, which operate autonomously, which is part of what makes them special and unique. But because they're autonomous, we provide the opportunity for them to meet together, our administrators, principals, our teachers, and learn from each other Mm -hmm. and support each other. As an association, we also provide support to their budget responsibilities such as providing financial aid for their students and which supports their numbers, supports their teacher salaries, you know, whatever financial aid we can provide for our kids. That being said, we also provide some STEM education kits, some guidance for providing teachers with STEM education so they know how to teach it to their kids. So a lot of things that an association can provide that autonomously, it can be overwhelming for any one school. Yeah, that the, the schools already have a, enough challenges today. So to have a great support network like this, an association like this is wonderful. So continuing education and professional development for teachers, scholarships for families and, and supporting schools in that way. Let's talk more about Lutheran schools. You already gave us some great statistics, Libby, on on how many students and how many schools there are across the country in terms of the Lutheran school education system. Why are Lutheran schools needed today? Laura, I'm going to pass this one over. Thanks. Lutheran schools are needed because, first of all, we share the gospel. Mm -hmm. And with some of the politics and thinking that's going on in the world today, we need schools that can offer the truth and will stand firm on God's teachings and those important messages for our students to hear and to support our families in in raising children and with Christian values. Do you have stories that illustrate this? I know we love sharing stories from Lisa of all the wonderful things that that you do in all these different areas. Do you have some stories of families or students that illustrate how Lisa is really able to make this a reality for students? Yes, we we regularly receive notes from especially our scholarship families that we're helping and just how they, they demonstrate what a difference that 
attending a Lutheran school has made in her life. And a lot of them are coming from their public school families that turned to Lutheran schools during the pandemic because our schools were open and they were, many of them, uh, choosing a Lutheran school out of the, the convenience for them, but learned what, what a, tr- a tremendous difference that the Lutheran school climate has made for their family, has the difference the individualized instruction has made for their children and, and impacted their life. And some of them have even come to the waters of baptism through through these events. So, Wow. Thanks be to God. Yeah. So being an interim principal, get to be in the school. What's your favorite part of being in a school and in a Lutheran school each day? Working with this or seeing the students, I don't get to work with them too much, but the seeing the students and, and the smiles on their faces and working with our, our teachers a little more close as a faculty and staff and being, I've been by attending chapel services once in a while with them and being part of that school life again. What would you say is the difference? What do Lutheran school teachers face today that you might not find in a different setting? I'm just thinking of some of the teachers that the the teachers at my son's school, and they're putting in not just a a full day at school, but we see them so many other times as well at church and and in other places in the community. We're so connected. How would you describe the life of a a Lutheran school teacher today and their need for support and, and continuing growth? They definitely, things in the educational realm are always changing. And mm-hmm. you always, we always joke, if, you, if you're around long enough, there's a pendulum that swings back and forth and the topics come back around. So we, we do pr- try to provide support for the teachers in current educational trend. This, this past fall, realizing coming off of this pandemic and all the extra work that our teachers put in because we were in session and having to... Uh, you know, make that switch of coming up on that three-year anniversary, right? Of uh, mm-hmm. of just had that three-year anniversary of that when the world shut down. We are fall professional development focused on teacher self-care and taking care of themselves so that they can be healthier and and be better teachers. That mm-hmm. that's such a great opportunity that you're able to provide for teachers to take care of, of their own health too, so that they're able to teach in the best way possible for students. Speaking of, of, of everything that's happened, has the need shifted in in the last year or so? How have things changed for you guys, Lisa, coming off of the pandemic and, and teaching from home, all of these different things? How has that changed the need that you've seen in the last year or two? Just like everyone else, we had to pivot and, and producing some of our professional development events. And we held some of them on, online and just Try to. We had, there's some programs that we had to halt last year. We were finding that there was a lot of teacher burnout. Certain activities they were not ready to, especially summertime things like our curriculum writing, for example. We did kind of had to just put a pause on it for a minute to let them catch their breath, take their time, and come back and and be healthier about things. But this fall, we were able to come back together in person, and it is powerful because we have over 500 educators across our our schools. And it's very impactful when we are able to get them all together. And I tell you, it was like a, a great big family reunion <laughs> with our event. Zion in St. Charles was our host site. And it was great to see everyone coming back together and the hugs and the high fives from faculties that have not had not interacted since 2019. Wow. Being that community, yeah, yeah. is good. What a, a great connection, great support for our teachers. And Libby, earlier you'd mentioned scholarships. How do scholarships make a difference? How many families are supported or students are supported through scholarships from Lutheran Elementary School Association? 
So our association has been around for 19 years. And in that 19 years, we've given away over $7.2 million in financial support to our local school kids. That being said, each year, the last several years, we have been giving away over a half a million dollars to over 650 kids a year. That is all financial support. And so that has not only an impact significance to the family and their ability to keep their kids in the school of their choice, but it also supports the the Mm -hmm. school itself as they're trying to stabilize their enrollment, encourage kids to stay. You know, you you get these preschool kids, you want them to stay and go into kindergarten. You want your kindergartners to stay in the system and go up through eight, and you want them to stay and go into the high schools. So there's a whole system that, that we're working our kids through that we want them to stay in our family and and under our care and our, our our academic standards. And so what we believe is that our the scholarship support directly impacts the family, but it also impacts the entire community all the way up. So scholarship support really is an investment. Absolutely. It's an investment in kids. Our future. Yeah. Kids <laughs> and, and and them having a Christ centered education. So what does it take then to be able to provide these scholarships, this professional development for teachers at Lutheran schools in Lisa area? Well, we provide, so the scholarships are something that someone can sponsor. So we have people that come in and they donate to the association. Sometimes they want to support certain parts, certain schools or certain parts of the community. And other times they just want us to send it to the best place. Mm -hmm. Now realize the association covers not only the schools that you think of in St. Louis, but we're covering Metro East as well. So we go into Illinois all the way out to Collinsville, Steelville, Redbud, you know, East St. Louis. And then we add all the way out into St. Charles County and that Winsville and down into Jefferson County, Washington, Missouri. Yeah. So it's a pretty large area and and quite a few number of students and kids. And so, but we do provide the opportunity for for people who are interested in supporting scholarships or our programs to to donate and, and sponsor, you know, a kid or if they're family. And you also have events too. I understand to yeah. to help support the this you know giving of scholarships as well. And one of those is coming up on Saturday, April fifteenth. Tell us about this dinner and auction. Yes. So this is our nineteenth annual. I guess we've had this for a long time. So nineteenth annual dinner auction. It's Orlando's up off a of Dorset in two seventy, and this dinner auction provides oh about. of our annual funds that are raised that then goes into our scholarship and our programming budget. It's about 300 people. We meet, it's it's a lot of congregations that pull together tables. And so it's kind of a fun little group of Lutherans and, and families. So some of our scholarship recipient families come and buy tables later and or support us through volunteering the event. So it's, it's a fun event. It's always, this is our first year to actually have auction items that you can touch in in elbow four, you know, because the last three years we've had this COVID thing. Mm-hmm. And, and because of that, we wanted to try to keep our distance from each other. And it's not very conducive, those silent auctions when you're <laughs> elbowing in for that last bid. So this will be our first year to come back and you can come over and elbow in for that bid on that, those Cardinal seats or MLS soccer tickets or something. Mm. So 
And that's what makes the event fun are those silent auctions and getting to hang out with other friends who are also interested in investing in Lutheran elementary schools or Lutheran schools really here in the St. Louis area. So great reason to attend. Lots of fun at the event. It includes, tell me about the dinner. Well, it's, it's Orlando's dinner. Yeah, it's so it's going to be really good. Orlando takes, we've been having our event with Orlando's for a number of years. Not only do they have a great venue and they're very nice family, but they also help us keep our event manageable and reasonable. Mm-hmm. Very good. So how do we attend? How do we get tickets for the dinner auction? Well, since we're on the radio, it's going to be kind of hard to... <laughs> send you a mailing, but you can check out our website at Lisa, L-E-S-A-S-T-L dot org. Very good. L-E-S-A-S-T-L dot O-R-G. You can find out more information about the upcoming spring dinner auction to support Christ Center Lutheran education right here in the St. Louis area. Thank you so much, friends, for spending some time with us and sharing with us about the, the Lutheran schools here in the St. Louis area and how we can be a part of that. Thank you for having us. Thank you. You are listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Thank you.